Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Good morning, good morning, rise and shine. You're on with the due time with Pastor Steph. How are you this morning? That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, where were you yesterday? Ah, uh, yes, the day was wow Wednesday. And uh, <laughs> we had a wow Wednesday for my girl Vivian and her socially conscious segment. And we talked about the number of U.S. children who have the lunch, the free lunch and the free breakfast available to them that's declining, those who are actually participating in the program. Now, this is from New Jersey, New York, Vermont, and a couple of other states. And the concern is, you know, if these students don't use the uh, lunch program or the free breakfast, that after a while, they'll find no need. They'll find no need. Now, when I spoke to the Dutam ladies and asked them, well, you know, what did they think was the problem? We know there's a need for this uh, female program, but what do you think is happening that uh, young people are not, you know, taking this opportunity to get this female? And unanimously, they all felt that there's some level of pride and embarrassment. You know, um, <laughs> it was said that, you know, years ago, you know, everybody kind of rallied together and walked the kids up to the uh, lunch program. And it's true. I remember, you know, you going or you going off. Well, you go over, well, you take the kids today or you take the kids today or let's walk up there and take the kids together. You know, we didn't care. We didn't care. We just use it as a time to get the kids out, to get them the free lunch, for them to kind of gather together if there was no camp or, you know, program that they were involved in. So, you know, hopefully they'll expand this program as they have uh, talked about doing. 
And maybe if the territory is expanded, then maybe more people will take them up on their offer and they will continue the program. For those who are in need, who really don't have an issue with raising their hand and saying, yeah, take me. Well, ooh, we got another couple of stories where these phones, these phones, these phones, people are out of control with these phones. You've got the 27-year-old school bus monitor who's being charged with manslaughter after a six-year-old non-verbal girl choked on her harness while the bus monitor was on the bus. Well, when they checked the camera, it shows that for 14 minutes, 14 minutes went by with no one noticing that there was some level of distress with the child and only to find out that the bus monitor was scrolling through her phone and had headphones on. Are you ready for that? Headphones. Now, how possibly do you wear headphones? How do you wear headphones? when you're supposed to be paying attention to the children. How does that work? Well, again, the phones, the phones, the phones. The phones is a problem, you know? Yes, the phones are a problem. When you have a medical staff, yes, the medical team at a hospital took photos of a young man in distress who had been in an accident and they posted on Instagram. Now, the other problem is there were other staff members that actually stood around and watched this take place. Well, to add insult to injury, we then had the father complain only for the hospital to respond that uh, there was no breach of privacy because the young man was already in some level of distress and the breach of privacy was actually with him, not with the dad. So, you know, instead of apologizing, instead of being humble, instead of owning up to this, ridiculous act instead they plan some level of defense well I hope the lawsuit not only goes through but goes through the roof and this man gets buku dollars for you know his pain and suffering yeah because this, this is really ridiculous really 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 ridiculous wow the wow story was uh, in Florida. There's a new standard that they're trying to implement of curriculum in teaching black history, and it will require that the students are taught in middle school how acts of violence uh, <laughs> perpetrated against 
black people, as well as how they have uh, also committed acts of violence. So they're going to portray black people as the victim and as the aggressor and the perpetrator. So, you know, they're going to show both sides of the face in other words, as well as showing that those who have been enslaved, yes, those who suffered slavery, that they actually excelled and gained skills from their slavery days. Now, come on, y'all. Are we really going there? Are we really going there? Yes. And, you know, the... <laughs> oh, these southern states, they are so out of control. So out of control. So this is the kind of stuff that uh, our socially conscious segment revealed. And if you want to know what the chatter actually was, go back and listen to yesterday's episode. Yeah, I promise you, you will not be disappointed, ever. If you ever go back and listen to an episode, you will never be disappointed. All right. All righty. Well, today is Therapeutic Thursday, the day we discuss our health. Yes, whether it's mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health financial, whatever kind of help there is, we actually talk about it here on a due time with Pastor Steph. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to go get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's due time with Pastor Steph is on and whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right back. A cleft lip typically doesn't affect speech uh, unless the teeth are in a very poor position um, in which it can affect articulation. A cleft palate, however, does have the potential to significantly affect speech production. And what we find is that some children with a cleft palate who have even had surgery still have a difficult time blocking the space between the mouth and the nose because the palate should lift up to touch the back of the throat. And when that doesn't happen effectively, air can leak from the mouth into the nose and so it causes hypernasal speech. Some children with a cleft palate will need speech therapy, and others will need a second operation later in childhood to help improve their speech.
Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's the Time with Pastor Steph. And it is Therapeutic Thursday. Yep, it's the day we talk about our health. And we are actually on the other side of the week. Yes, God has been so, so generous and gracious to us to bring us safely to this point in the week. And we give God the glory for just keeping us safe, away from harm, harm and danger. And uh, we got some news. I'm not too impressed with the news today, but you know what? I'm looking forward to my time crew helping me hold it down. Because they always turn some nothing into something. So let's see what we got when it comes to our health tip. Well, that is infection. Ah, I tell you, very, very painful and uncomfortable condition. And I hope you don't ever know what it's like to suffer from a sinus infection. But just in case you might be going through a little something-something, I want to give you the sign you may have a sinus infection, okay? Well, one sign is a headache, head pain. Yes, they say the pain is most uh, common in sinusitis, and it usually occurs in your forehead, your upper jaw, your teeth, between your eyes, or in your neck. Now, didn't they just say that was like crazy, right? All over the place, okay? But they say when you experience pain, it depends on which pair of sinuses is infected. Isn't that crazy? They say you have four pairs of sinuses. I'm sorry. You have four pairs of sinuses, including your frontal, which are near your forehead. Your maxillary sinuses are by your cheekbones. Your ethmoid or ethmoid sinuses are between your eyes and your phenoid or your phenoid sinuses are behind the ethmoid sinuses. So all up in there, all up in there can be extremely painful, okay? Now, pain, um, symptom number two, they say a thick-colored nasal secretion. Yes. They say that nasal secretions are another sign of sinusitis. The secretions can be white, green, yellowish, or tinged with blood. If the secretions drip into the back of your throat, it can be difficult to clear your throat. With the sinus infection, you're likely to have a stuffy nose, and your face may also feel 
phone. Okay? So you need to be paying attention to all these things because remember now, it doesn't only have to be one. It can be a, you know, a conglomerate of things. Three, a fever. So they say sinus, sinus can be associated with fever. A body temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher. And over-the-counter pain relievers such as acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, or ibuprofen, which is Advil, can help relieve the pain and fever associated with sinus, sinus. And um, they check with the doctor before giving a pain reliever to your child, though. Okay, so let's make sure that you are acting wisely. Four, we're talking about sinusitis today and some of the symptoms. Fatigue. Okay, they say fatigue also comes with a head cold and allergies. So take an inventory of all your symptoms. See, I'm just talking about that. To help figure out if your fatigue could be due to sinusitis. They say getting plenty rest can help you feel better, especially if your sinus infection is caused by a virus. And if you have some sort of virus or a viral infection more um, targeted, Antibiotics can treat that viral infection. So rest and drink a lot of fluids, and that is a way to deal with that. Okay? Five. Symptoms that last more than two weeks. Now, I should hope you don't sit around with these symptoms for two weeks. And you know what? The wait time goes by. And the way we don't pay attention to our bodies, it is very possible, very possible that um, you may walk around with something for two weeks. Because remember, everything doesn't come at the same time, okay? So they say if you have felt or feels like a cold for weeks and weeks, there's a good chance you actually can have a sinus infection. They say it's very easy to confuse the two. And a common cold typically lasts 7 to 14 days. Acute sinusitis, on the other hand, can last up to four weeks. Okay. They say a subacute form of sinusitis oh my gosh, can last 4 to 12 weeks and chronic sinusitis can last 12 weeks or more continuing for months and years. Now wait a minute now. That means you just living with this thing. Yeah. Sinusitis is a way of life for you. If you live in this for 12 weeks or more continuing for months and years Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a bit much. That's a bit much. And that's, that, that, that's, that's, your, that, that, that's your lifestyle. 
that could straight your lifestyle. You don't have this thing and it ain't passing. So that really means that you probably got more issues than just a regular sinusitis issue. And you really need to take that, you know. Well, I guess if you know that you're dealing with it for four to 12 weeks, I mean, I'm sorry, 12 weeks or more, and possibly months or even years, then somebody didn't told you something. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, that is not, 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 not the move to sit around and, and, and wait for that one, okay? But here's something they talk about. Getting some relief. Antibiotics will not treat sinusitis caused by a virus. But they say you can help yourself by drinking plenty of fluid, using a clean, a clean humidifier, taking a hot shower, and breathing in steam, avoiding smoking and second hand smoke. They say putting a warm compress over your nose and forehead can also help relieve sinus pressure. And over-the-counter pain meds may help reduce the swelling in your nasal passages so you can breathe easier. Now, it's been quite some years that I've had some type of sinusitis or sinus infection. And let me tell you something. It is painful. And I tell you, painful. Oh, my goodness. Under my eyes. Like that bone under your eyes. Oh, my goodness. The, the nose around the nose. All of that just was so sensitive to the touch. So that's also like little signs that you have sinusitis. Remember they talked about all the way down to your neck. Well, remember everything is connected. So you know, don't be surprised at all. Alrighty, let's see what else we're talking about today in regards to our house. Well, hold on. I want to make sure I get you some good stuff here. Alrighty. So, well, do you know that there has been a recall on ground beef? Now, you don't want no recall on no ground beef in the summertime. No. So that's what makes a good burger on the grill. Well, they say more than a dozen people across four states have been sickened in a salmonella outbreak linked to ground beef. 16 people in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Massachusetts have been sickened in this outbreak. And amongst those six people, I'm sorry, amongst those um, 16 people, six people have had to be hospitalized. They say um, the people who remember the type of ground beef they ate and where they bought it reported eating 80% lean ground beef. Remember that 80% lean ground beef purchased from ShotRite. 
and those locations came from Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York prior to getting sick, okay? And they say that the illnesses started around April 27th to June 16th. Now, I ain't remembering back that far. <laughs> so I hope I don't ever get sick because that's like a long time if this is just coming out. This is July. So, I mean, I don't know. Did they buy the meat and freeze it? I don't know. But um, they're saying that this is the only common food those people reported eating. And, you know, you see it on TV all the time. You know, when they do the, the trace report, they see the commonalities and, you know, especially the location and what happened when you got sick, you know, because generally the the illnesses are similar. So remember that ShopRite from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Massachusetts, okay? So now remember you have beef patties that are also, you know, what people put on the grill. So, you know, they're not saying beef patties, but the beef period, um, you know, is what they're talking about. So when you're going out to get your burgers from that grill, please make sure that your food is thoroughly cooked so that you do not get sick. One of the ways people get sick from this salmonella is eating food that is like partially raw. And, you know, still people are ordering steak and things like that, you know, um, medium rare. And, you know, you can't eat your meat like that anymore because, you know, if it has any trace of salmonella in it, the fully cooked steak will help to kill it. Okay, so they don't say how these people ate it. Is their ground beef? But remember, when you look into your burger, if it's red, you can't, don't eat it. Please don't eat it. Now, don't go and put it back on the grill because of you've got to eat that, and you've eaten off of it. But if you're a cook and you're hosting, and you're grilling, please, please watch for what you are giving your guests. Okay? All righty. So that is our little health tip today. Now, I warned you. I don't, you know, I'm not impressed by our news. But there's some interesting things, you know, here and I'm relying on my due time crew to kind of magnify the effect of the news today because I'm just so not moved. Well, one thing we'll talk about today. Now, do you remember when we talked about Kevin Spacey? Remember when we were doing um, all of that news about the Me Too and um, R. Kelly and Harvey Weinstein, and it was a few, a few um, uh, 
notable entertainers who have been accused of, you know, doing some stuff that wasn't nice. Well, Kevin Spacey was one of them. I remember that specifically. I remember talking about him. Well, now, I like Kevin Spacey, by the way. You know, he's big, um, his big uh, latest was House of Cards. And he's been going to court. Remember, he was going to court out in London. Well, well. He has been cleared of sexual assault charges. And uh, they saw him out partying. And I don't mean, you know, like a disco or a club, but just kind of getting his little drink on with his little people. They said he had his his little crew with him. And he was out sipping on whiskey. I'm surprised he wasn't taking shots because that was, you know, if you remember, that was some kind of allegation he was up against. Well, as the story, you know, to kind of refresh your memory, remember there were several males that had accused him of sexually you know, acting inappropriately. So three men accused him of aggressively grabbing their crotch, describing him as vile and a slippery snake and a predator. And a fourth, who was an aspiring actor, said he awoke to Seven Spacey performing oral sex with him after he fell asleep in um, or like passed out in uh, Kevin Spacey's apartment out in London and he said he had gone there for career advice and a beer and he woke up to something different so he said he doesn't know whether he passed out or whether he went to sleep so you know what that's what he's trying to say right like some of the other accusations he may have you know gotten some little knockout drug, and, you know, he always said, Kevin Spacey always admitted that he was, you know, a flirt, a big flirt at that, and he had had some consensual flings with men, and his only, um, now check this out, his only misstep was touching a man's groin while making a clumsy they said altogether there were nine charges in total. So with all of that being said, him being cleared of the, um, you know, charges was something to go have a whiskey about because they say he faced charges of assault on four men over the time span of 20 years. Now, they said that, you know, when the verdict was read, tears rolled down his eyes, you know, that, you know, they said that he wasn't guilty, you know, the verdict came in, it's not guilty, and he said this really kind of humbled him, 
And uh, I guess so. I guess so. You know, when you admit to having some clumsy, um, you know, stuff going on, then, you know, you better be lucky. Now, he said when this happened, his world exploded. There was a rush to judgment, and before the first question was asked or answered, I lost my job, I lost my reputation, I lost everything in a matter of days. And, you know, we remember, I'm sure you remember us talking about that. They, yeah, they bust him off. He got nothing, 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 nothing. He lost his house of cards, um, role, and um, several acting um, uh, possibilities. And it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. So now that he's acquitted, um, they're thinking that uh, it's not going to mean much for him in Hollywood anymore. Yeah. But you know what? Other people have come back from other things. And, you know, he's of that, uh, you know, era where he may. They say they don't think he's going to be welcome back in Hollywood. But I don't know. Kevin Spacey is Kevin Spacey now. He's, he's a monster. You know, I happen to like him a lot. And I think he's going to find his way back in Hollywood. It may not be when he's jumping back with both feet. But he's also celebrating his 64th birthday. So happy birthday, Kevin Spacey. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen him in many different um, movies. He was in The Negotiator. He was in, what's that, that movie about the American something? Can't think of it. I can see the cover. But again, he was on House of Cards. And he was in um, uh, uh, Time to Kill. Yes, he was the the attorney in A Time to Kill. So he, he's, he's got his acting chops. He's got his acting chops. And like I said, he's been out for a while. So we'll see how he comes back. We'll see how he comes back. What else are we talking about? Well, 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 we're talking about being in front of the camera. There's a couple who ended up not so happy in front of the camera. Well, they say a Texas couple went to Maryland and they checked into an Airbnb. And now here's how they describe it. That they had made a 23-hour drive to Silver Spring, Maryland from Texas and to spend two nights in a house in August of 2022, and they said during the first night, the couple had an intimate while in the shared bathroom before they laid down on the bed, put a movie on, and began to relax. So what they're saying is pretty much that the owner lived there. And I want to tell you something. My personal opinion is, I'm not doing that anymore. If the owner is there, I'm not staying there anymore. No. So they had the shared bathroom with the owner. Um, and they say by laying on the bed, the male got suspicious. 
because he noticed that there were two smoke detectors and he became real suspicious because the two smoke detectors were in the same room. <laughs> they say one above the bed in the middle of the ceiling and another one in the corner. Now, he does some type of installation himself. So, oh, he installed smoke detectors. Ah, wow. So he installed smoke detectors, so he noticed that smoke detectors who were in the same room, and he went and pulled it off, and he found a hidden camera in the detector above the bed. An identical hidden camera was found in the bathroom. So they decided to leave immediately. They checked into a, a, a hotel and they called the police. So they said that when the police responded, they found an additional hidden camera disguised as a smoke detector in the basement where another guest had been staying and they say that the um the the owner who's a licensed ready y'all a licensed psychiatric nurse practitioner he owns and rents the property um out he stays in the master bedroom of the home and they said that he originally consented to the police to search, to have the home searched, but refused to let the officers into the bedroom of his twin brother, who also stays there. So he said that after he led the, the police to the, um, into the brother's bedroom, he claimed that the brother wasn't there, so the door was locked, he said, get in, only for the brother to come out. And uh, they say they believe he was in there destroying uh, evidence. And inside of the brother's room, they found a lock safe, and the brother would not give them the code. They went and came back with a search warrant. They were able to get into the um, the uh, the lock safe, and they found hidden multiple hidden cameras including but not limited to the hidden camera that was removed from the bathroom. So the brother, the twin brother, is currently behind bars for something separate, and he pled guilty in October to federal charges of drug diversion and health care fraud. Now, they say at the sentencing of the brother, they said that he had a methamphetamine addiction and mental illness. So they're really going after some dollars, needless to say. And they said they're like kind of nervous because here's the problem. You don't know where the videotape, where the video feed was going. They don't know if it was going into like a phone. They don't know if it was going onto the internet or if it loaded it on the internet, and at any given moment, this bad boy can bust out 
Yeah. And become public domain. Yeah, so they're really not feeling. They're really not feeling this, this whole situation. So they're suing for $75,000. I don't think that's enough, especially when you have found multiple, um, you know, cameras in the home. No, you're going to pay more than that. Now, he has about a week to um, respond. So I'd really like to know what uh, what they're going to do with this one here. What else are we talking about? What else is kind of juicy? Oh, well, check this out. Now, I don't know. Maybe y'all know about this one. Remember the, what do you call that? The, um, the, remember the, the, the coach and the doctor who they found guilty for sexually abusing all those women? Remember, and it was the gymnast who were some of the victims? Yes, him. Well, first of all, I didn't realize that he was serving 100 to 235 years in prison. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I was like, whoa, they gave it to him. Now, he's on the other side of the fence, so I'm a little surprised. But, because, you know, they don't get that kind of time. We do, but not them. And um, that is amazing. Well, here's the problem. Excuse me. So he's been in several federal penitentiaries, and he was convicted in 2018. He's been in several states then, and in all of those locations, he's been assaulted. Well, he just got finished being assaulted. Yeah. They say that he was stabbed multiple times, um, and he's in stable condition now. But they've been on attack, and I'm not surprised. You know, they always hit them messages with kids. And elderly, they're not playing that. You know, the the, the, the uh, criminals <laughs> are not playing that. Now, they say when he went to the very first one, he was there a minute. As soon as he got there, he was attacked. Yep, and they had to move him each time. And when he got to the next one, he was attacked again. So this is his third placement. So, I mean, how many places they would keep moving him around to until they put him in, like, solitary confinement because he keeps getting attacked. So that must be some kind of hell where you were sentenced to 100 to 235 years in prison. You know you ain't never coming out there. And you ain't getting no sleep at night. Because every time you, you land... At a new place, they are attacking you. So that that I found interesting because I didn't realize that he was serving that kind of time. Now listen, he deserves every bit because can you imagine 
they say he has been between the years of 1992 and 2016 over, over a sexually abused over 500 women. Now that is that is straight outrageous, straight outrageous. So you know what? You never know how it's coming back. You never know how it's coming back. Well, I got room for maybe one or two um, stories. Just trying to find something that we can really chat about. Oh, let's check this out. So there's a judge. I want to see where she's from. There's a judge. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute now. In Oklahoma, who has been seen on camera. They caught her on camera scrolling through her phone for hours during a trial of a murdered two-year-old boy. And they said that throughout the 50-minute-long video that she holds her phone below the judge's bench, texting or scrolling through Facebook. Every once in a while, she's jotting down what... Um, I guess whatever the people are saying to make a little note. They say at one point, the woman who was testifying reached over for a tissue to wipe her tears and to blow her nose, and the judge just glanced over at her, and then she she went right back down the phone. And maybe she doesn't find this very interesting, or she doesn't care. Because they say that the woman who was testifying, and I think it's just her boyfriend, they were both arrested, charged with first degree murder of the little boy, the one he's supposed to be crying over and testifying, because she's now testifying against the boyfriend. And, um, so maybe she figures, maybe the judge figures that, hey, I don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to this case because I've already, you know, made my verdict. Now I'm just waiting for the jury to say what they feel. Now the thing that they're snagging her on is because she told the jury that they cannot have cell phones, and then she busts out her cell phone. Now, generally, they try to keep it no cell phone usage because they want the people to pay attention. Well, that's safe for her, and that's what they're that's what they're concerned with. They're concerned with the fact that here you are, you're supposed to be you know, governing, and you need to be governed. Well, 
They don't know whether she realized that behind her and above her was a camera. But she could never say she wasn't doing it because they got the camera sitting right above her, showing the camera in her lap, showing her scrolling. And they were, it was so clear they were able to see she was scrolling on Facebook or either texting. So I don't know. But, uh, hey, somebody getting in trouble. So now they have suspended her. And she is, you know, on her way to being dismissed properly, possibly. Oh, my goodness. Let's say good morning to our girl, Tamika. Good morning, Tamika. Good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday morning to you. How are you? I am happy that today is Thursday, girl. <laughs> That's how I'm doing. How are you? I am doing well. I, I feel the same way, you know. Um, it's funny because as you're going through the day, it doesn't seem like it's that fast. But then when you're like, wait, it's Thursday right. already. You know, it's like, okay. And yep. then you start looking, it's like, okay, August is right. So summer is just about over. So, you know, I, I'm yep, grateful, but sure I'm like, wait a minute, slow, slow down, wait a minute, too fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are already on the other side of July. We're about to walk into the month of August, God said. So, July. Really, this is, this is <laughs> I'm, that's how, yes, that's the way you feel, like, already? Dad. Yeah, so, oh my goodness. Now. We got some stuff to talk about here. You've got the invasion of privacy that this couple experienced when they, you know, checked into this Airbnb and only to find several, um, what do you call it, smoke detectors that were really cameras in the house and finding more cameras in a safe and the police found a camera down in the basement where the owner was renting. So he's having a, a video happy time, huh? Apparently, like you just can't get enough, you know. Uh, you would think, okay, the bedroom would, would, would be it. You had it in the bathroom. Yeah, I can't even wash the dish without you looking at me. That's Really creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you and your now you're a psychiatric uh, nurse practitioner. Your brother has been diagnosed with a mental illness, so this ain't even a safe place for y'all to be. Clearly. Right, and the other thing is, why you can't help your brother? Okay, all right, all right, I get it. You know, when we talk about family, sometimes the last person that you, you know, can help is your family member. But considering the fact that you are in that role and in that field, there isn't a, there isn't a single solitary, you know, person that you know. You know, singers know singers. You know, psychiatrists, um, I'm right. sure they know right. other psychiatrists. There is nobody Right. You could use, you know, your brother has deviant like behavior. Why not 
take care of that. No, nine times out of ten, the reason why you didn't try and take care of it is because you have DVNC too. Don't just assume because, you know, That's I, right. because I go into the office yeah. or I go into the courthouse that, you know, things are different. There's a whole lot of things that people don't think about. Just because I wear a hat doesn't necessarily mean I'm an officer, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the interesting part is it could be in cahoots together, like you said. And that's what I read. I was like, oh, they in this together. The brother got the, you know, because my thing is, why wouldn't you let them in the room? You know, the room yeah. you're going to claim is locked. Mm-hmm. You're going to claim the brother's not there. You know, if you honestly wasn't guilty of anything, then let the people up in there. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? So it makes you look shady and shisty, too. I don't know. I don't know. And are you in your profession? I guess in some form, you you you're a mandated reporter, but then you know, I, I that yeah no, <laughs> you can't say because my thing is I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling, I really am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's something that you know I, I could not be a part of. And that's, again, that makes me think even more with the cover-up that you're guilty, that you're part of this whole problem instead of the solution. So that may be why, you you know, you're doing all of this stuff. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, did you know that this, what do you call it, this this Larry Nassau was serving all that time, 100 to 235 years in prison for all of this um, sexual assault that took place from 92 to 2016? I did not, but, but, you know, you don't never need to get out anyway. You know, all of the stuff that you have done, you know, uh, the lives that have been affected, um, you know, I, I listened to, you know, some of the young ladies, you know, I, I came because, you know, I have an injury, you know, um, I know what it's like to have groin pain. That That is really literally no joke, you know, and, and you know, bending and, you know, everything that we do, you know, as women, you know, in the hip area, the groin, if you're hurting there, you know, mobility issues, you know, and I'm coming to you seeking advice and help, thinking that you're going to give me guidance, and you're touching me, and, and, you know, that type of thing, you know, especially when you're talking about a young lady who's never been exposed, never been touched by anybody, and you're the person that I trust, and then you violate my trust by touching me or doing whatever else it, it was that you did, you know, and I, I listened to the lady, and I watched her tears, and, you know, knowing that she's not the only one, and the numbers just keep going and going. You know, you need to get time, and you need, like I said, never ever to get out. You know, and and I'm I'm appreciative once for the system doing what it's supposed to do. Right. Finally. 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 Yes. I thought about that amount of time too, and I remember when they had the the women and the young ladies and the gymnasts. Um, testifying and, and stuff like that. And like you said, you know, they were put in his care and, uh, you know, taken advantage, taken straight advantage. You need to get all those years. 
Well, we're talking about that judge. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She just was clearly uninterested. And she's scrolling on her phone and texting people. What kind of time should she get? Should she get time? What do you think her punishment should be? Uh, uh, for one, banishing your phone. You know, and, and for some people, that could damage them for a long period of time. My thing is, uh-huh. even at work, there, there are times when, you know, you know, especially for those people who can't function without their phone, you know, that's the first thing. You know, and you know, you're not even you. Can, <laughs> I guess you assume that you can multitask because oh, I'm listening. How many times have you watched somebody you saying something to them and they're on their phone and you stop blah 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 blah. You know, and you could say something off the wall and then they go, huh? <laughs> you obviously were not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you're not as 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 multitasked as you think that you are and we're talking about a court case and I'm glad that she that they could actually see it you know you're not doing anything important you scrolling on Facebook you know Instagram Twitter whatever else you know texting people you know that couldn't wait <coughs> excuse me that couldn't wait and so um yeah I, I think she needs to literally if they could scroll back and get all of the videos you know things that she has done during other court cases because I'm sure you know it's recorded, and all you have to do is look up. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But she should. Get, she honestly should serve some time because you know lives are affected by. And here's the thing: I've been to you know as a juror, they automatically tell you you know in certain court court cases, depending on where you are, some places they take your phone, other places they tell you to put your phone. <laughs> Excuse me put your phone away and you're not able, you know, to even use it or access it during that place. And then at that time, I'm looking up at you and you scrolling on Facebook and, and texting people. That's definitely not fair. If I can't do it, you shouldn't be able to do it either. And so, yeah, you should serve some time, uh, at least five years, just to, just for you to see how much that affects other people. And now realize that while you're serving time, people recognize your face. Don't think that because you're in there and now you don't have on your robe that people don't recognize it. Oh, you're going to get it. And that time you ought to be, you ought to be able to, you know, other people ought to be able to see you because, you, you know, it's not fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. This is some news here today. Thank you so much for joining us, Tamika. And uh, think about something you want to talk about because I don't have a main topic today. So if we get around to a main topic area, maybe you'll have something to talk about. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's say good morning to uh, Pastor Charlene. Good morning, Pastor Charlene. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are y'all today? I am well, thank you. How are you? You're singing, so that must mean you're well. <laughs> I'm good. I mean you well. Say, That's a beautiful song. That's a beautiful song. <laughs> I'll, let Pastor, I'll let Pastor KL rate the song. <laughs> oh my! Talk about some scrutiny. All right, we've got the story of this couple 
who is suing. He's been they've been uh, to this Maryland home where they discovered multiple um, cameras, including one right over their bed, and they had been intimate. And they found one in the basement. The police, upon searching the home further, they found that the brother had a locked door. And behind that locked door, they found multiple uh, cameras. What do you think should happen? What kind of uh, punishment should there be? Well, of course, everybody's going to jail. Um, I said the same as what you ladies have said. The brothers is in cahoots together. Um and the, all of them have an issue, and he's going to blame the brother because of the mental state, even though he has one himself, because a lot of times people don't see their own self. But he's going to put it on him because you figure that even if he gets caught, right, they are sent him to the mental side of the prison, right? So my thing right. was, what about all these other guests? Now, if you had a safe, and it's full with um, film in it, right? So now, not only is it filled with that, what about all these other people have been, you know, uh, to this place and where that they have been seen? It's not a great feeling. I, I remember, I think I said it on here before, I had went to this hotel one time, and for some reason when I went in the bathroom and got in the shower, I was so uneasy. And when we got on the bus to leave, um, I stated it to one person, and she said she felt the same way, and then there was the other few. And um, so y'all know I always make a joke on <laughs> They put all of this on TV or wherever they're going to send it at. <laughs> First of all, y'all, <laughs> y'all going to be like, Mm-mm. so I know they're going to take and put another face on this body, but you don't know you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, you never know. You never know um, when you go to people's homes. You know, it's not just in a hotel or just a bed and breakfast. So you can go to somebody's house, you know, and pick, they have cameras up. So, you know, right about now, you just never know. You just never know. Uh, nowadays, you know, because Absolutely. they're so small. Because look at the news. I remember one time we had did, now this is way back, where we had did when they was doing the cameras in the underneath the toilet. Yeah, I remember that okay. one? Okay. We had did one with the cameras that no. was in the toilet. And they had made a thing on television as well on the news, and they were showing how people go to the bathroom and how they take it. So you just never, never know. Who looking at you? Wow. Wow, that's crazy. It's crazy. No, it is crazy. Every cameras are everywhere, and you really got to be careful. Very careful. Um, we have the the story of the doctor, and you know he served as a coach for a little while. Um, who's got this one hundred to two hundred thirty five years in prison? Did you know that? No. I didn't know that. Uh, me either. But yeah, too. He's got a whole lot of time. 
And as he's going from prison to prison, as they put him in these different federal penitentiaries, he keeps getting attacked. So this is his third attack, and this is the third prison. And, you know, it's like, what are we going to do with him now? What do you think they should do with him? Well, I'm really surprised that it's only just three attacks, actually, because you said it's 500 women, right, ladies, girls? Yep. Okay, so yes, I am surprised that it's only been – I'm surprised that it's only been just three. What you do with him? Just keep passing him on. He kept passing on to the women, <laughs> so keep passing him on and let them continue to finish doing what they're going to do to him. That's my – that's just me. Y'all pray for me. Y'all know sometimes. With that tool, when they in surgery, and you know it's it's like if it's real small, it's like a little knife. The catheter. It, this catheter. Okay, so just maybe not the. It's a little knife. It's like a where you where they they cut and you can put a million cuts on you. It's real little. Anyway. Like oh, a banana. Lord have mercy. Like a banana. Oh my yeah, goodness just, gracious! Just a little bit. You hurt. You hurt. My, you hurt the kids. As brother Al said, we let the kids. Oh. We let the kids. Ah, ah, ah. Oh my goodness gracious! The pastor Sharma's going all out there. Oh my! What do you think should happen with this judge, who they say that? Um, she was scrolling, looking through her mm-hmm. Facebook. <laughs> they say, looking through her Facebook during this trial of this child abuse um, case. On this one, I thought about these are people's lives that you have in your hands, right? You, you're the judge, and you're not listening, paying attention. And you're texting and scrolling on Facebook. Yes, definitely. You need to take have some time, you know, um, in prison. And you know, I don't never want nobody to kill nobody, but just go sit in the in the cell with someone that you have put in there that you wasn't paying attention to. And I know it's not <laughs> the first time that you have done this. You know, because a lot of times too, you know, you always think of there are so many people have done the crime, and then there are some people who have not done the crime, and they have put them in prison for something that they did not do, you know. And so if you're not paying attention, and like you said with the other uh, with the jurors, you know, they tell you can't take your phone out, you can't do this, you can't do that. So it's the same thing with you. So somebody now got mad, because this ain't her first. Somebody got mad. And I'm told, oh, just pay attention to this. They didn't say, look what she's doing. They just said, oh, just pay attention to this. And now you've been out there. So, yes, she should go to jail. Yes, put a sign on her, judge so-and-so. So they might, you know, sometimes you've been in there for a minute and you forget the face or her name. So instead of getting numbers, Judge so and so put a tag on you. 
You're in rare form this morning, Pastor Charlotte. Oh, my goodness, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. All righty. So we have Shanti on the line, but we have our guys who are on the line, so I'll have to uh, give a brief uh, synopsis of our story. You know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. Shanti, you give, I'm going to come to you, and being that I don't have a topic today, I'm going to leave it up to the men. I'm going to leave it up to the men to give us our topic today. So men, you think while Shantice gives her commentary on the news. All right? All right, let's say good morning to Shantice. Good morning, Shantice. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? That's good. That's good. I'm okay. Thank you. I'm well. All right. So we got these three stories here while our men get themselves together with their thoughts. And let's see. We got the couple in the in the Airbnb who have had their privacy violated. And their their biggest concern is, hey, we don't know where the where that video went and we're gonna sue because if this pops up later you know we're gonna be we're gonna really have some issue going on with our personal lives what do you think i agree they should definitely sue there's instead of people just okay i have this property this space i'm I've been given the permission to Airbnb because we've heard of people wanting to Airbnb their homes, apartments, and then getting shut down because neighbors have complained or whatever the case may be. But you've gotten the green light, you've gotten the approval to do this, but you're using your freedom to now spy like a creep on the people who are now renting your space out. I would definitely sue. Just just the thought of like, is this being streamed live? Like you, are you recording this and it's streaming live? And you know wherever you are, you're now watching us live, but you still have the recordings. And are you now sharing this? Like the pedophiles share the kids' photos. It's just like so many different scenarios and instances can run through your mind. I would definitely sue that. Cause just just thinking about how you intentionally set cameras up so that you can watch what anybody's doing in here. No, that was definitely true. All right, all right. Yeah, that 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 can go unresponded to, definitely. And as uh, Pastor Shaw knows, hit him and Tamiko with this, hit him in the pocket. Hit him in the pocket. Yeah. All right. Well, now, what about this doctor, coach, you know, where all these girls were left in his care? And, you know, you abused over 500 women sexually. 
And now every time you land in a new prison, you getting hurt. So, you know, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think should happen to him, you know, going forward? Should they be moving him around? Should they put him in solitary confinement? You know, cause at this point, you just got to try to save his life. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're being moved around. And what Pastor Charlie said, I was like, that's one of the places my mind went to. You don't know all the trauma that you have passed on. You know, the all of the, the beasts you possibly helped to create. You know, all of the, you know, it's, it's either, you don't know, you can't dictate how, how this affects these women. So now you're being traumatized and now you're being passed around. God knows what's going on with you. Even if no one touches you, you just being around different crazy people. Every time you look up, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to sympathize with with that. Um, it's kind of hard to look at that and say, oh, you know, we just keep, because it's solitary confinement. It's like, yes, you know, put him by himself, you know, and let him drop himself crazy you know, let his thoughts go crazy, and now he has to think about what he's done. Um, I think it should be a little of both. I think there should be a period of where he's just by himself and he has time to reflect on what he has done, and maybe his mind will turn on himself. And there should be periods of time where he has to be around other people so that he can realize, like, wow, this is where I really put my, like, I put myself here around these other people who have issues and now I can't dictate what someone does to me. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think about all that trauma that he has caused other people and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like with all the other um, uh, perpetrators, you know, you over 500 women, you you really Mm -hmm. thought you got away with this thing. And mm-hmm. even if they can't call everybody's name, you thought you got away with it. And now you're seeing mm-hmm. you really didn't get away with anything. You're going to have to pay, and this is some kind of price to pay, that no matter where you land, they said as soon as he landed in the first place, they had to move him because he was assaulted. As soon as he landed in the second place, they had to move him because he was assaulted. And here he is. In the third spot, and he still, still had to be moved mm-hmm. because they stabbed him up. So he, this is going to be a lot. Listen, you know, I don't, I don't know how old he is right now, but let me tell you something. You got to, you, they are 100 to 235 years. You know what? God just might let you live to be 102. <laughs> And man, oh man, oh man, you gonna live one miserable life. So I, I don't know. This is really, this is really something else here. Now this Oklahoma judge. Now the case that you know, I just happened to look down um, after Pastor Charlotte was talking, well, as she was talking, and I looked down and I saw that she's overseeing the pre-trial trial and jury selection an opening statement of this case from 2018 of a two-year-old baby 
who suffered cardiac arrest after developing an infection that started from a diaper rash. And when they, they said at the time the child was found with injuries all over his body, including broken bones and open wounds that came from being beaten. So the woman who is testifying at this time when they were talking about her scrolling, they, they really paid attention to this part. And they said that she, the girl reached over for a tissue and, you know, because she was crying. And they said the judge looked up from her phone and looked right back down at her phone. Um, and my thought was, she's like, yeah, whatever. She's made up her mind already. Now, I'm not saying I agree with Pastor Charlotte. This show ain't her first time. But do you think that maybe it could have been like, listen, I don't care what they say. They just, if they find you guilty on one count, I'm smashing you. So ain't no reason for me to even listen to this. Absolutely. Just hearing what was going on with with the child. You know, the, the judge probably already has, you know, her mom made up from that. Like, wait, what what happened? How how was the baby found? What happened with the child? Yeah, okay. I I don't already have a verdict. But because we have to go through the preliminaries, I got to sit here and I must allow you to say this and I must allow this side to say that. And I'm, yeah, because just listening to that, it's like, okay, so why are we even going through any preliminaries? So I, I, yeah. I agree. Maybe that's what she's just like, okay, well, y'all, y'all, y'all go ahead and say what y'all going to say because I know what I'm going to say. I, I just have to allow the process. <laughs> I have to allow this to take place. But I'm I'm ready to bang my gavel, say what I got to say, and we we can move on to the next case because just listening to the conditions of the child, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a whole lot of judges wish they could have been scrolling through some phones and looking at Facebook on some of these cases mm-hmm. that they've had to sit through where they've already made up their minds uh, that these people are guilty and I'm going to give it to them. Like this 100 to 235 years that they just gave this other guy. And he and listen, he only been sitting in jail since 2018. He he'd been almost dead three times. <laughs> So, boy, what a mess he has gotten himself into. Thank you so much for joining us today, Shanti. We're going to talk to the men and see what they want to talk about today. Let's say good morning to our brother Al. Good morning, brother Al. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I am well, thank you, brother Al. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. The good Lord woke me up this morning to be on your way. So I'm doing fine. Oh, yeah. Um, all righty, all righty. Oh, so glad to have you on. What you talking about today? What you want to talk about today? Floor is yours. Yo, it was so funny because when I heard you said that, I'm sitting here trying to hurry up and think of, think of some stuff, and two things kind of came to mind. Um, I want to talk about... Um, you know I love the kids I want to talk about parenting you know like how the parent is 
has changed from when we grew up and how it's hurting our kids these days. These parents are, don't realize what they're doing. Like they're hurting these kids these days with the way they with the way they parent it. Okay, so start us off. What you want to talk about? Okay. Uh, what you want to um, say about how that? How things change, like, you know, um, it's so funny because I was listening one time to Bernie Mac, and Bernie Mac said it's not, I'm not going to say exactly what he said because you know his mouth, but he said, you know, it's not the children, it's the parents. You know, when we was growing up, we had so much respect. You know, regardless if we got mad or whatever we did, we listened to these, these, these uh, to our parents or to another adult. These kids these days, it's so funny, I just had an incident this morning. You know, they're so disrespectful to adults. It's like, when well, uh, don't say something to them, the, the, the first thing is for them to mouth off at you or curse at you. Or, you know, and I'm looking at these kids like, how do you get you? You 11? And you talking to an adult like that? And the schools are not preparing these kids for outside of these walls. Because the school is so scared, oh, I can't say nothing. I can't do nothing. Because then you'll have a parent come up and you say something to the kid, the parent to come up to the school and, and start, start wanting to fight the teacher. So inside the school, they're scared to say something to the kids except me. And they don't realize when they go outside these walls and they walk in these streets and they say something to an adult walking these streets, they can get seriously hurt. So I, yeah. I think the parent, the parenting needs to change. I think the school needs to change rules because there's no reason that a kid can curse the teacher out. You pull him, you might say something to him, he get a little nonsense, the detention, lunch detention where he eat lunch upstairs instead of with his friends, then he go back to class. That's not solving the problem. Right, right, right. By far. By far, brother. And, absolutely. And, and it's so sad. And it's so funny that I have thought about it because I was sitting here listening to you guys and one of the lunch ladies called me. I'm like, oh, man, let me hurry up before Pastor Steph called me. And I went over and I said, what's happening? And she said, that kid over there? I said, yeah, this kid's in sixth grade. She said, every day he's so disrespectful when he coming here to get his breakfast. So I went over to him. I said, yo, come here. He's like, yo, what? What you want? I said, yo, who you talking to? So I got up in his face. I said, you know who you talking to? Oh, no, no, I wouldn't say anything like that. I said, good, get up and let's go. And I took him over. I said, why are you being disrespectful to these ladies? Oh, no, no, I didn't say anything. I said, you say good morning, get your tray, and you get out. He turned around and walked away. I grabbed him in his collar. I said, you, you disrespectful? You don't hear me talking to you? He's like, oh, no, no. I said, I said don't walk away from me. I said, did you hear what I said? I said, because you be disrespectful again, you're not eating breakfast. He went and sat down, you know. But this been going on. Nobody say nothing, nobody do nothing, and, it, and it's, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. And if these are the kids that are going to be running this world, wow. <laughs> we are in trouble. Word you saving your money, you oh, investment, or we going to be in trouble. And, and you know, and the thing about it, it hurts my heart to see that because I'm looking at these kids 11 years old. And like I said, there's no punishment. We got summer school here, right? And the sad thing, Pastor Steph, we got summer school. There are 450 kids in summer school. That's ridiculous. Uh-uh. Absolutely ridiculous. Wow. Yesterday we had an incident. Yesterday, Pastor Steph, we had an incident. This is to show you because there's no consequences how bold these kids are. This, this young lady, sixth grade, she decides, I'm sitting in class, I don't feel like doing the work. She goes out bag and pull out a vape and start vaping in class. Like it was okay. No, no, and I'm sitting there no. Like y'all serious? And they tell me, "Well, we told them." I said, "No, she should not be allowed to come back to summer school until her mother come up." 
and we it need to be some consequences. Wow. So these are the things that's going on, and these kids, when I tell you, Pastor, they are out of control. Soon as adults say something to these kids, they fly off at the mouth. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. What's that what your brother has to say about this here? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Good morning, Pastor KL. Good morning. How are you? Fine, thank you. <laughs> you almost got it, Master. You almost got it, Master. Uh, what you got to say about what your brother's talking about, about these children who are just straight out of control? Yeah, the, the, these, these, these children are from hell. Um, they're, you know, I, I know he, he, he deals with them in, in the schools. I deal with them, you know, in the store level. They're, they're very dis- disrespectful. But you know what? The, the, the parents condone that, you know, because first of all, you know, these young parents, as they growing up, these children, when they do something crazy or they say their first cuss word, it's cute. You know, they laugh. Everything is funny. Mm-hmm. They don't correct it right away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When they hit you back, right. it's cute. You know, it's funny. They don't correct it right away. So now that, that they get old enough to cuss you for real, and you don't think it's cute anymore, you know what I mean? You have no control over it. Because yep. you done created the monster. Yep. And now, when they cuss out the teacher or cuss out uh, 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 an adult, the first thing they say is, well, you probably deserved it. You should have left my child alone. Your child is a child. And I don't think people realize right. that. The, the, right. pro- the problem, again, is that we become friends with our children and not parents with our children. So we, we, we want to go out there and protect our best friend. You know what I'm saying? If, I, if your best friend calls <laughs> you, you put a grease on your face, you're taking your earrings off, you're doing all this stuff, because we don't go fight with our best friend. I'm not fighting with my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat my best friend. You don't get beat, you know, because that is the problem. You know, we keep on talking about, you know, when we took that out of school, you know, we took that out the house. We we, we took all of that out the house. You can do what you want as long as you go in your room and stay out of my face. You can get on the PlayStation. You you know, they're on the PlayStation, and now it's virtual. So they're they on, 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 on the, the game cussing each other out. And that's just part of their language now, you know. It's it's no longer slang where where it was word and you know as as as, as my niece says whack you know it's it, it, it's no longer those slangs <laughs> it's different kind of slangs now and that becomes part of their conversation and because children are having children they're having the same kind of conversation and they think it's okay they they the education has has totally gone out the window if you if you graduate it's okay. If you don't graduate, that's okay too. You know, there there there, there is no stickler on. Oh no, you're gonna graduate. Oh no, you're not gonna uh, drop out of school. You know, if, if we told our, our our mother and father, I'm gonna drop out of school to get a job. Yeah, our job will be at the morgue. We'll be at the morgue. Right. That'll be our job. We'll be sleeping right. in heavenly peace. Right. We can make those kind of decisions. Yeah. I don't know how many children that's at right. 11 and 12 year old are making decisions for their life, and the parents are saying, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. The animals are running the zoo, and, and that's what it's turned out to be. 
just like you said, mm-hmm. you go in a, in a school, you see them disrespectful against the, the staff. You go in the store, you oh my goodness gracious. You know, any time it gets to a point where the restaurants are banning young people, you you, you know it's bad. You know, and I can you know, when you see them in the city running around and it's like, where your mama at? Why we see this but they don't? So maybe they're hoping somebody will snatch them. I don't know, but it, 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 it's ridiculous. Don't want to snatch them, kids. Don't want to snatch them, kids. We're going to take them back. <laughs> but, but, but just one more, one, more, one more thing, Pastor Steph, and I'll let you go. You know, it, uh-huh. it, it's bad. It's bad when you can only bring two children in at a time. When I got to put a sign on my door wow. saying all of you rats can't come up in here. Two at a time. Wow. But half of them don't have no money. Wow. So two. So you got people who are trying to distract you while the others are causing a, a melee in, in your store. Right. Stealing and right. all type of stuff. Right. No, two right. at a time. I'm, I'm like Noah. Wow. Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just called that wow. Day like Noah. <laughs> and, oh. and you know, Pastor, just, wow. just, just to add in on that, right? Where I said, just to add in on that, like I said, with the parents. I got a kid in here. He's 12 years old. He come late to school every single day. I may come to the point where sometimes he come. School starts at 8, 10. Sometimes he come 9, 30. Sometimes he come 11 o'clock. And I'm like, yo, what the wow. heck? Anybody wow. come to his mother? I said, give me the phone. So I called his mother. Wow. Said, hey, I said, you know, this Mr. B. I'm a dean here at the school. And I said, you know, your son, I'm noticing he has a pattern of coming to school late every single day. And I have some concerns. She tells me, yeah, I know he be coming late and everything like that, but I, I you know, I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do with it. And I'm sitting there like, have you tried using a stick with a wow. nail in the end? How you going to say something you letting this 12-year-old? <laughs> you know, you're going to tell me you got this 12-year-old doing what he want to do. You don't know what to do with him. You don't know what to do. I said, and he just summer wow, school. Wow, that's crazy. crazy. You know, what, what, you know? And she telling me, I, I don't know what to do with him. I'm like, wow. So, wow. so it's like Pastor Kelly said, these parents, I don't understand. Ah, ah. I, just, that, yeah. I wish wow. I would have been to school late. Huh. Huh. <laughs> and, and then when you call the parents. Like, wait, wait, brother Al, brother Al. On no, that note, I know Shanti's going to love this. I know Shanti's going to love this. Did I tell y'all? How I, when I graduated from high school, I got an award for oh. never being late or absent for the whole four years <laughs> of school. Okay, <laughs> all right. Now, go past yourself, go past yourself, go past yourself. What you were doing, homeschooling? You were homeschooling? No, <laughs> no it was because. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just like Brother Al said. You just, your parents knew what to do with you. So it just, it just wasn't accepted. And I just made sure to get up every day. And before I knew it, it was the four years, and I had actually never missed. And you know, you, it, it goes to what was allowed in the home, like you're saying, Brother Al. It just wasn't acceptable. And if they saw you, you know, like you said, uh, Pastor KL, the morgue is where you went if you had difficulty. Their name made no big deal about this thing. It was either their way or the highway. So 
Now, uh, go ahead, Brother Al. I just wanted to make sure I wanted to make Shantice laugh at that one. <laughs> oh no, I got. Well, I'll pause you. That's right. That's right. Never have to do that. Um, and you know, you know what? What I what I when I start looking because I'm always looking deeper into what the problem is. How can we solve this problem? Because it's getting it's definitely getting out of control. Um, and when I look at it, and as you go deeper into the school system, and I hate to say it, but I'm gonna be real, you got the other side of the fence that's running things. They raise their children different than we raise our children. So they're in charge. So they put all these stupid rules in, like, oh, you know, they're children. I'm looking, I'm like, do you, would you like to come into school for a day? Come into school and be a substitute and see what happens. But they put these rules in with time out and get a kid time out. Oh, you know what? The kid acting up. I remember elementary school, the kid act up or something. And you say, you know what? Put your head down on the desk for a few minutes. And, and relax yourself. You can't even do that. You can't even tell the kid to put their head on the desk. So they took out every, wow, every wow, little thing that we wow. used to do. Oh, you, I said, why you can't tell the kid to put his head on the desk? Oh, that's corporal punishment. Everything practice ever is corporal punishment. Every single thing. So it's wow. like the teacher's in the class wow. trying to teach the class. This kid is acting up, and the teacher can't do nothing. The teacher can't say nothing. And then they wonder why the teachers are stressed out. And then you got the parents. Right. I had one girl I was talking to. She oh, my mother don't like her. Why your mother don't like her? Because you went home, told your side of the story, and instead of mom coming up saying, okay, right. let me talk to the school and see what's going on, you just automatically, oh, I don't like the teacher. So now what she just did was gave this kid ammunition because when she acted up in class, and I went and snatched up behind her. Oh, no, Mr. B wasn't like that. My mother don't like her anyway. And I'm like, wow. So what you just did was gave that child ammunition. And now that teacher's in the classroom stressed out, you know. So now, then when a teacher flips right, off right, because they're right. protecting themselves, then they get they lose their job. When people start saying, oh, they don't need to work with kids. Okay, you know what? Us as educators, we are human too. We have feelings too. We deal with stuff. Kids spitting at us. Kids swinging on us. And I'm so glad. I pray and ask God, please don't let the kids spit on me. Because you, I'm telling you, Pastor, you're going to see it on the news. I'm going to be on the Pastor Steph show for a satellite. <laughs> <laughs> come, 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 coming for cell block oh six. We we got brother Al. We got brother oh Al and Big Bubba on the line. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! It's ridiculous, and we have to keep praying. I'm telling you, this is how bad yeah. it is. I'm telling you, it's really, really bad, and it's getting worse. I just sit here watching it. Just sometimes I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'm in the wrong field. But I know this is where God put me because I, I help so many kids. But that's how bad it's getting. Teachers are retiring. They get to the point now, right, they need teachers so bad. They need teachers so badly so they start to take away some of the requirements. That's how bad they need teachers. Wow, yeah. Yeah, you see it happening. You see it happening. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I think it's we last year. I think better. last year. Let me see. I think last year. I think 450,000 teachers retired early. They was like, yo, I'm getting out of here. Wow. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Wow. All right, Pastor KL, what's on Y'all going to have mind? Police Academy of Teachers. Pat- right? That's exactly what it's going to boil down to. We got Police Academy of Teachers already, uh, uh, Tamika. That's what's already sitting out there. Pastor K.L., what's on your mind today? 
Well, I mean, I, I really don't have a topic. I, I kind of like like the topic that Al said, and I, I kind of wanted to hear the input of what what the ladies felt like. You know, as as, as far as that, you know, I don't want to monopolize the whole conversation. I'm sure. I'm sure Charlotte has a great answer. <laughs> well, the ladies Charlotte can be a teacher. She could not be a teacher. <laughs> well, no, they they actually. Do you want stealing their shine? They uh, there will be no show tomorrow. So I was letting you guys have the second half of the show. The ladies commented on their three stories, so I was giving you men a chance to kind of flex today and and uh, see what you wanted to talk about. Do you still want to pass the baton, or would you like to talk? Well, well, okay. I got a, I got a short question. Why is it that it's okay for for saints to, to smoke and and drink outside the church? Wow. Mm. All righty. Pastor Sam mm. wants to know why is it fine for the saints to now? Are you saying right outside the church? <laughs> right outside the door. Right outside the door. Right outside, wow. the, the park, right outside the door. Wow. Right wow, outside the door. Wow. 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 All right. Tamika, we're going to give you the first leg on this one. <laughs> I'm laughing because he, he, I've seen it. You know, like service is over, you know, and I, I've never been a smoker. But I've I've been around smokers, and you know that twitch when they 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 already they waiting for service to get over with so they can get that that, that cigarette. You know, it's like you you sit in that church, and you know, in your lifetime you look like, oh, sister maybe got to go outside because she need that smoke. You know, bro, brother Buford, you know he got to get out there. You know he got to get he got that nick nick fix. He's scratching, he itching. Oh, service ain't even half over. And sometimes you'll see them like if you happen to. You know, let's just say I, I, I got to go make a run for task. I got to go get something. You know, uh, you know, I got to go get a juice or something. Somebody said, oh, you know, I'm sitting closer to the back. So somebody asked me, oh, could you go run an errand? You know, can you go handle this? And I see, you know, Bud Buford standing right at literally leaning on the church door with the cigarette. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get wow, here this stuff wow. before I can get back in the sanctuary. People looking at me, why you smell like smoke? Wow. I don't know because I don't smoke. I never have. You know, and it's bad enough now. Wow. Um, it's not just cigarettes. You know, I, I'm going to add weed to that because it's really bad. You sitting in the middle of the sanctuary, back in the sanctuary, you just, you know, the, the, the weed smell is in your hair, it's in your skin, it's in your breath. Somebody asks you something and you respond, and I'm like, oh, God, I got to, you know, get rid of the fumes. I talked uh, about a, a funeral that I went to, and before we could even get inside, there was a haze around the building, like the, the, the sanctity of the, 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 the venue is not even, you know, um, appreciated. We're talking about weed, we're talking about cigarettes and liquor, you know. So um, the value for the building or the appreciation for the building has been lost, you know, and it's very wow. difficult You've got to try and get the essence of what, the building stands for not only just the building the vessel is is just as important you are important and so i'm sitting there looking at you destroy yourself day after day after day and service after service after service service is over you leaning up against the door 
relaxing and, and there's a haze around your head and, and I got to inhale it before I can get inside the building. That's just not fair. And, and, and it's crazy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Pastor Charlene. No, it's not okay, but I got one even closer. Why are they doing inside the bathroom? Downstairs. No. Inside. What kind of church mm-hmm. you going to? Mm-hmm. What? I've been I've been to one mm-hmm, where that they and the pastor know that. And um, so my question with that is not just outside, what about inside? Or here's another of them smoking pastors, uh, ministers, uh, evangelists, uh, just say leaders, period, and you coming in smelling like an ashtray. Yes. And then you're supposed to go into the pulpit and preach. How about that one? Yeah. So is it all right? No, it's not okay. Where is the value of just the respect of God's house, period? Inside, outside. Right, right. You know, um, and now it's just so weird that are you trying to keep numbers or are you trying to Mm -hmm. uh, be able to say, um, you know what, Um, you might have an issue, right, because some people have, you know, addiction with these things. Right, right, right. But let's let's seek some help. Let's seek some help. But here you can't because one thing you can't do, can you go in your job and smoke? Can you do that? Can you go into the courthouse and smoke? Can you do that so you don't be picking choose where we can? And people do it because they can. And I dare you to say something to me because that's their attitude. I dare you to say something to me. You know, so it's like, wow. you, you know, the respect of, uh, you know, back in the day, right, they wouldn't drink in front of the church. They would go all the way across on the opposite side, go all the way down the block, and then they uh, light up. But nowadays, no. Wow. Standing right there in front of the church, cigarette in their hand, and they talking with it in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. So oh, I've, I've seen goodness. some Brother things Al. go in places. Oh, I'm sorry. So, no, no, I was wow. just saying I've seen some things wow. go in places. Wow, wow, wow. This is crazy. Brother Al, what say you? What's going on? Man, I, I just think this, totally uh, disrespect. Smoking outside the church. Yeah, yeah I, man, I, I, that's just totally disrespectful. You know, but you got some people that got it so bad. It's like I don't care. You know, I, it, 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 it's not a joke. It's, it, it's funny, but I've seen, like I said, when I started getting myself to get back into going to to church and everything like that, as I was going around and seeing, you know, just checking out different churches, and I seen some guys standing outside and they talking and got into a discussion about something, and the guy felt the other guy was wrong. He said, okay. And he reached and pulled out a Bible with it. And he got the cigarette in his mouth, pumping smoke. All right, all right. Let's turn to chapter 16, verse 8. And he no. reads, and he pops a cigarette. I'm like, whoa. Like, like it was all right. 
I won't buy a nigga nigga look at me and say, I won't buy a nigga look at me. Good morning, brother. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) But, but, you know, I think it's just disrespect. It's it's like they said, you know, they, they, they disrespect the place where they worship. You know, I've seen people standing in front of the church cursing. Like, bro, seriously? You just got out of service. I know you angry, but you couldn't get in the car. Or how about just not doing that? So it's, it's the lack of respect for the right. house of worship. You know, like you said, smoking. Yeah. And then you got something now, right? They try to be slick because, okay, you know, I don't want to smoke, so let's do the new thing. And they vape. I've seen somebody vaping. Because, you know, the vaping and smoke, they don't have a smell to it. And it don't leave a smell on you. Right, so I've right, seen people right. have a little vape in their hand right. and take a quick puff and man, I'm like, wow. You know, so like I said, it's just a lack of respect for wow. our commercial. Oh my goodness gracious. Whoa. Shot peace. Oh goodness gracious. Well, this past Sabbath, Deacon said she went to go open the church. Before she can get to the gate, some guy was sitting in, I think, in his walker or something and was getting ready to roll up. Oh, yes. No. And she was, yes, yes. Oh, my God. And she said, she looked at him and said, good morning. You're here for, you're here for service? And he said, huh? She said, you're here for service? <laughs> said, because uh, this is a church. And he knew it was a church because the sign is right there. Absolutely. There is and nothing. Been there. Yes, there is nothing sus about the front of that building. Wow. The big old sign right there on the front and the side of the wow. building. On either, either side, you see that it's a church. And it's, it's, there's just no care. There's just no care. As to what they do, you already heard how the pastor was trying to get weed up in the church. So it's just like it's like it's like a free for all now. It's like the church has become just like every other place. So I can't, no, I can't sit no, in the no. restaurant. I can't sit in the restaurant and smoke, but I can possibly sit in church and do these things. It's like the value of church has been brought down so much for whatever reason. Well, you know a lot of reasons. But yeah, people just do what they want. Whether wow, person, that's whether crazy. Person, whether it's sipping, whether it's whatever, it's, they just do whatever they want and it's, there's like no real regard to the fact that you're in front of a church or you're at church or you're in your way church or you just left church or what. Walking past the church, whatever, wow. either one, it's just whatever. Ugh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Pastor KL, you know, you got the final taste today. What say you about, you know, this is your question, what you've seen, and what, what do you think, what do you think the breakdown has come in at? Um, I, I think it's totally disrespectful. I mean, I don't think that it's been a breakdown. I mean, because for the longest since I've been going to church, you know, they've been doing this. This has not just started. You know, I'm 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 way up in in my years, and you know, I, I've seen this as a child. You know, and don't let there be like a quartet concert, 
because every singer is coming outside before they go inside to take a smoke. You know, so this has been the wow. norm. Uh-huh. You know, and, and and the problem is, is that, you know, you can't say anything to the sinner man, you know, if the saints are doing the same thing. Because remember, they're watching That's us. That's right. So, so here we are on the outside right. of the church on a Sunday, smoking and drinking, but then we get mad at them, you know, saying on Monday and Tuesday when we have a uh, vacation Bible school, hey, you can't smoke in front of the church. Why? You do. Why can't I smoke? <laughs> you know, so so, so is the, the, does the peace pipe only go well for the saints? You know, I, I, I know a pastor wow. here who has had two DUIs. And if he gets one more, he's going wow. to jail for a long time. But again, the, the operative word is he's the pastor. So, so here we are. The pastor is drunk in a drunken stupor. And you're getting mad at me because I go buy a Budweiser? You know, so, so in order wow. for you to get a DUI, you hadn't been drinking out. You're not even drinking in, in, right. in, in the confinement right. of your home. So you're drinking outside. Right. So, again, if the saints are doing it, how dare we? How dare we, you know, talk about this sinner man? How dare we try to get them saved and delivered and healed and it's okay for us to do it? Now, the pastor know you smoke. Listen, some of these pastors are smoking. But no one is, you saying everything else over the pulpit. Why are we not saying this over the pulpit? That this is the house of God and these are the things we do not do. Why are we not saying that? We say everything else. We talk about the gay folks. We talk about fornication. We talk about every other sin except for the sin that, that, that deals with you. I can't talk about me to the people <laughs> because now I'm out there. So I, I think, again, right. this has not just started. This has been going on since I was young. And I just think that it's totally, totally disrespectful. You know, only because of God himself do I know God. Because had I had to look at these folks, I wouldn't want to know the God they know. Because the God they know accepts anything. Right. Right, right, right. Wow. Wow, you all have made phenomenal points uh, this morning. And uh, thank you so much for your contribution into today's conversation. And we pray we have a blessed day today and a blessed weekend and a blessed weekend. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, you too. All right. You all do the same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Get this benediction out before I get my closing. Ah. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. You know, it, it's a lot to be said for the disrespect level, um, as as our due time crew has talked about, you know, when it comes to, you know, what we do, what we do to the house of the Lord. If we can't set the example, then we can't ask the one who's rolling up or the one who's, you know, vaping or, you know, drinking or, you know, pulling out their 40. We can't expect for them to do better if we ourselves don't do better. 
Um, as I said earlier, we will not have a um, It's the Time with Pastor Steph show tomorrow as we are in preparation for our fantastic uh, showcase of women at the Breaking the Yoke Women's Conference 2023 on Saturday, Sabbath, July 29th from 12 to 8, eight hours of power. We are actually going to be able to have in the house our D-time ladies. Unfortunately, our lady Tamika will not be with us. Hopefully, God says next year. Our um, elder Natisha will not be with us either. Um, God says next year. However, we do have um, our Pastor Kim Brooks. We do have our Pastor Charlene Beard. We do have our girl Shantice Morrison, all who will be in attendance and are rostered to um, minister on in their own way on Sabbath. I call it from the beginning eight hours of power because the women who God has, you know, chosen to just present um, whatever he's given them as their ministry, it, it just it's not going to be like anything else you've ever seen. And like I said, we're going to be missing our Lady Tamika, our Elder Night teacher, because the, I wanted that round up. If you you know when we have our our, our people showing up on um, uh, every day to listen to Issue Time with Pastor Steph and they enjoy our women of worship, it's a complete roundup. You know what I'm saying? It, it's 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 the women of worship who have been you know we've done this since August of 2020, um, and you know just to have that, you know, that's what they tune in for. And to put that in one room live and in action, um, maybe the roof couldn't stand to have the extra two. So <laughs> um, that's why we're not um, getting the entire uh, women of worship from a few time. But I promise you, uh, our sister Gertie, who we have once a month, who does Trust Talk with Gertie, she'll be there to minister as well. We had our uh, minister, Anna, on, and she'll be there, God spares as well. So, you know, we do have a couple of uh, our minister, Terry Adolfo, who was on praying for my husband's mind. So we, 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 we're really going to be blessed on um, Sabbath. It is an amazing um, experience to even put this together. It's been very trying. Woo, has it been um, an experience like none other. But you know what? It just makes me realize what God has in store for us. You know, when you see the enemy on your tail, the way, you know, he, he uh, just, he doesn't, he doesn't let up, and he has not let up. But, you know, to God be the glory, you know, we're going to make sure that God is glorified. And I, if you have not gotten your ticket, God did not raise the price. We are still at 
$30 dropped down literally half price from the moment it started with $60. It's dropped down to 30 and God has not shifted it. Today is the last day for ticket sales. So if you want to purchase, please make sure we have had purchases up to yesterday. So people are still coming through. So, you know, we do we do anticipate a wonderful, wonderful time to be had. And unfortunately, we will not be able to get our men in tomorrow. Pastor Steph has got to get this last-minute preparation. I am not who I used to be, and I need every single moment to kind of finish up and to get my mind right, my mind, you know, just kind of settled and so I can be in prayer and just in a peace so that I can hold, you know, when you've got this powerhouse going on, you you can't be all over the place. You've got to be in the right frame of mind, and I look forward to it. God spares, we will have our Friday back next week. Um, But please, please make sure, if you can, join us. If you can't, send a friend, especially if they've heard um, you know, our is the time with Pastor Steph. We will do a segment, our Wow Wednesday segment, where Vivian will give a, um, uh, a what do you call it, socially conscious uh, presentation, and we will have a round robin. So it is, it's, it's really a nice, wonderful day prepared. So come ready to receive, come ready to give, come ready to just open up, open up, open up, open up. It, 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 there's going to be some real hard conversations, some very candid conversations, things that the church is not talking about. The ladies have gathered their topics, and let me tell you, you want to be there. You want to be there because it's going to really be some conversation to be had. You know how we speak here, as Pastor uh, KL has coined the phrase, in my former life. Uh, Yeah, they'll be talking about some things (laughs) that went on in their former life. They don't know you that terminology, but that's kind of like for the time. But be there. Be there. Be there. God spares your life. So thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing all of you. You've been listening to It's You Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my D-Time crew for always coming through. Thank you for hanging out with us. Please do not miss this opportunity to give your life to the Lord right now. Please do not miss the opportunity to strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to us. Until Sabbath, Saturday, July 29th, from 12 to 8, God spares. 
make sure you're there if you're in the city in Jamaica, Queens. As they say, it's going to be lit. Until then, God says, I love you. Have a wonderful weekend.